Welcome back to Timeless Tales. Today, you and I will be delving into the totalitarian regime of the Soviet Union, where the Communist Party of the Soviet Union was the sole political party. At the helm of the party was the General Secretary. From 1922 until his death in 1953, this position was held by Joseph Stalin, a man who would come to symbolize the iron grip of Soviet totalitarian rule. The Soviet Union had a hierarchical governmental structure. The Politburo, a small group of high-ranking officials, made all major decisions. Below them were various ministries and departments responsible for different areas of government, such as defense, agriculture, and education. In this setup, the secret police, or the NKVD, played a pivotal role. They were the state's watchdogs, keeping an eye on citizens' activities, ready to pounce on those deemed disloyal. The threat of being arrested or sent to labor camps cast a constant shadow over the people. Speaking out against the government wasn't just frowned upon, it was a ticket to a living nightmare. This control extended to the media as well. Every newspaper, radio station, and television channel was state-owned and operated under stringent censorship laws. Only news supporting the regime saw the light of day. The state painted a picture of the world that it wanted its citizens to see and any deviation from this narrative was simply not permitted. Education was no exception to this control. From a young age, children were taught about the virtues of communism and the importance of unwavering loyalty to the state. Moreover, higher education was a privilege reserved for those who had proven their loyalty to the regime. Religion was another casualty of Soviet totalitarianism. Churches were shut down, destroyed. Religious leaders persecuted, executed, and in its stead, the government promoted atheism as an alternative belief system, driving a wedge between faith and state. However, it cannot be ignored that many simply adopted the worship of the state's new cult of personality, with Stalin as its new messiah. This was life under totalitarian rule in the Soviet Union, a highly centralized government that dictated every aspect of life. It was a regime that used propaganda, censorship, secret police, and more to keep society under its control and quell any voice of dissent. As we continue to explore the depths of totalitarianism in the Soviet Union, we turn now to its economic backbone, a centrally planned and controlled structure where the government pulled the strings. In this economic model, private enterprise was a thing of the past. All businesses bowed to the state. The government became the puppet master of production, setting targets for each industry, each factory. Gosplan, the state planning committee, decided which factories would manufacture what goods. This was an economy with its eyes firmly fixed on heavy industry. Think coal, steel, machinery. In the government's view, rapid industrialization was the key to catching up with the West and crafting a formidable socialist state. Consequently, consumer goods often took a back seat, leading to shortages. Picture long lines of people waiting for basic necessities. This was a common sight. Wages, too, were controlled by Gosplan, determined based on a person's job and skill level. In this system, there was little motivation for workers to strive for productivity. Their wages were not tied to their performance, only to meeting the production quotas set by the government. Then there was the case of agriculture, which underwent a transformation under Soviet totalitarian rule. The concept of private farms was abolished, replaced by state-owned collective farms. Just as with industry, the government set production targets and determined the crops to be grown. However, this shift to collectivization led to a decrease in food production between 1928 and 1940. 
Many peasants resisted this change, leading to violent confrontations with the authorities. The government's response was harsh and unyielding, with executions and imprisonments meted out to those who opposed collectivization. With groups like the Kulaks, productive farmers, suffering government-sponsored liquidation. In the end, the absence of incentives for workers culminated in low productivity levels, while the collectivization of agriculture led to food shortages and resistance from peasants. So far, we've been examining the profound effects of totalitarianism on the Soviet Union. We've covered the politics, the economy, and the societal changes. Now, it's time to turn our lens to a different perspective. Some historians argue that in the midst of the repression, censorship, and hardship, there were, perhaps surprisingly, positive aspects to the regime. Under Stalin's rule, the Soviet Union saw a period of rapid industrialization and modernization. The government poured resources into heavy industry and ambitious infrastructure projects. The construction of the Moscow Metro and the Belomor Canal weren't just symbols of Soviet progress. They led to significant improvements in transportation and communication networks, connecting disparate parts of the vast country. Education also saw considerable advancement. By 1940, literacy rates had skyrocketed to 90%, a drastic leap from just 30% in 1930. Higher education saw a surge in students from working-class backgrounds, an increase that was nothing short of dramatic. In addition, some argue that, despite the constraints, totalitarianism provided a sense of stability and security for citizens. The government's control reached into all aspects of society, ensuring that everyone had access to basic necessities like food and housing, albeit often in short supply. Under the totalitarian regime, a sense of national pride and unity was cultivated. People were encouraged, or more accurately, directed, to work together for the good of the state. This sense of collective effort, of shared purpose, was a powerful motivator. However, these positive aspects must be weighed against the many negative aspects of totalitarianism in order to understand its full impact. The story of the Soviet Union under totalitarian rule is a complex one, full of contradictions and extremes. It is a stark reminder of the lengths to which governments can go to exert control, and the resilience of the people who live under such regimes. Control and fear, but also progress and pride. This was life in the totalitarian regime. We hope this journey through time has given you a deeper understanding of this significant period in history. Join us next time as we uncover another fascinating chapter of our past. Until then, keep exploring.